today. I am here to give you the assurance that I have not forgotten you. If we want to see the new evangelization become more than just jargon, if we want to see it grow legs and gain traction and change the world, we have got to take seriously our responsibilities as husbands and fathers and especially as sons of God. I want to propose to you then that something that our world is desperately in need of in the midst of this crisis is Catholic Christian masculinity. If you want to be a good father, then bring your children to confession with you. I can't get there unless I become a man of ascesis, a man of asceticism, a man of training. A man not doing penance, a man not disciplined, is not a man. You guys have upped your game. You know what, guys, I gotta say, I, I love this the concept of man show. Warning, the Catholic Man Show is about to begin. Welcome to the Catholic Man Show. We're on the Lord's team, the winning side. So raise your glass. I'm Adam Minahan here sitting in studio with David Square this evening. Yeah. Squared. Squared. Yes. Yes. Squared. It's saying David Square is like a different... I don't know it's, what that means. David Square. There's a couple Davids here. There, yeah. there are yeah. there are a couple Davids. Pre- precisely two of us. Right. Named after the, the, the patriarch. Is is that yes. the same? Okay. Yeah. So that's that's a true and David my, Square. And your father. And my father. Yeah, it's like yeah. <laughs> But who's ultimately uh, oh. named after the patriarch? Yeah. So right. your patriarch. My patriarch and, and the, the patriarch. patriarch. And yeah. the patriarch. So it is a true David Square. Did you growing up, did you identify with King David? I did. Yeah, I did that too. Was, oh yeah. Like I remember being totally. in like kindergarten and Absolutely. hearing stories about I of cried King David. all the time. I cried all the time. You know, just and I just went. I just went to all the passages where yeah. he's crying and totally. No, Dude, I, I just remember feeling like, wow, I'm really important. Well, yeah, you got right. Well, you're beloved. That's how you start off. You're Amen. like, hey, you're beloved. Amen. I mean, I and didn't then, make uh, me that. I way. connected I with just, Adam like from the get go. I was like walking around. I'm the naming first guy. Animals. Like, I'm the I was first just guy. Like, yeah. You dog. You're over here. Come over here, dog. And, and you never could figure out why nobody liked you. Yeah. But I, I, I think I think there is there, oh, there's definitely something in a name. There's no yeah, doubt about no it. Doubt. Naming animals. You know. No. Nomen, yeah. nomen est omen. The, lot, the lot name is the destiny. That's right. A lot of dancing too. A lot of dancing. A lot of dancing. Not gonna say what kind of. Uh, we don't have to. Not gonna gonna say what kind of outfits. Yeah. <laughs> Naked dancing. Just no, gonna say a lot no, of dancing. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah there, there's no birthday suit dancing. Yeah, but but there is definitely a, a little well, bit of. There could be. There, well, there's. There, How about there's, we introduce our guest? <laughs> Let's introduce our guest to the Catholic Man Show, Dave. I'll let you do that. Okay, David so, Niles. I'll let you introduce our guest this my, evening. It is my humble privilege to introduce to the world for a second time here on the Catholic Man Show, Mr. David Williams, creator of Saint Cards. Yes. Uh, creator of many children. Yes. Co-creators. Co-creators. Co-creator, yeah. Really, yeah, my wife gets a lot of credit for quite a bit of it, sure. including Saint Cards, but sure. especially yeah, the children. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's fair. I, it I is. think it is, yeah. It, it was, she was there, definitely. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but thank you. Thanks for having me again. It's, it's a pleasure to be in... In, in studio In this studio time. with right. you guys. Oh, my goodness. Such a pleasure. We're, we're down here from... Uh, for, to meet my new great nephew, 
who was born a few weeks early, which was totally awesome. And so uh, it worked out to where, you know, I'm, I'm literally 15 minutes away. So thanks for thanks for having me. Sure. Yeah. And well, it, it makes exciting. me feel old to be a, a, a great uncle. I was I about know. to ask you about Wait, that. You're Wait, a, this I'm is a, a great uncle. I just became a, a great, great nephew. Uncle. He's a great nephew of mine. Yeah. So my nephew oh. had a son. Yeah. It's really cool. That is kind of an old, yeah, so old I've, feeling. I've got like, but 20, you're not you're not that old. That's the I thing. Doesn't, well, I don't know. I've but got about twenty seven gray hairs, and then I'm a great uncle. Look, so maybe I, mean, I am. Look, I had buddies in high school who had a hundred <laughs> times that many gray yeah. hairs. I mean, yeah, who well, were bald. It's as happening well. though. You know, it's happening. I'm still yeah. young at heart. You know, so it's okay. You know, I hate to do this, but the Lord has seen fit to tonsure me. Oh no! Wow, you're doing that to yourself. It's a it's a sign of holiness. Oh, you know, yeah. the, the <laughs> monks, I'd rather have the gray hair than no hair. The monks they took it on as a sign of humility, and God saw fit, given my humility, yeah. that you were to going bless to, me, yeah, to bless me with the outward sign of the inward reality, <laughs> which is the tonsure. It is the tonsure <laughs> by God's own hand. Nice. Yeah. yeah, no man has tonsured me, but God Himself. But that's special. It is. It's that's super. That's special. how I feel. I'm excited yeah. for it. And you. I'm already married, and so it's like it, it's okay. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about this? Let's uh, let's we opened. We've already opened our beer this evening. I must confess, I took three sips already. I, I haven't started yet. Okay, just well, because I wanted to wait for the start of the whatever show. Whatever, too. Yeah, it was, it was just, very ceremonious of you. It was just I, I. I just had to drink water first. That's all. I understand. Yeah. Uh, so our beer this evening is a double IPA from Great Divide. Uh, a brewery out of Colorado really called good. Hercules. The Hercules. We're on the Lord's team. The winning, the side. winning side. So raise your glass. Very nice. Cheers, Cheers. to Jesus. Cheers. Yeah. So it is a strong beer. It's 10% alcohol. Mm. So it's definitely one we, we will sip on this evening, no doubt. But it, it is yeah. a full-bodied double IPA. And yeah, it is delicious. It is delicious at 8,300 feet above sea level. I just was in Colorado in May and had this exact uh, IPA. At about eighty three hundred feet, nice, and, and it's it's just an, it's a great experience. It really is. That is an interesting thing to see how a beer might change based on elevation. Different elevation. It does. It does. It, it, there's there's a there's a Rocky Mountain uh, or or any other mountain kind of a effect. It's, I can it's see it being cool. a lot more carbonated. And if you are grilling ribs while you're drinking it, it's even better. Just Always. Saying. Always. You know what? I was doing that yesterday. Were you grilling slash smoking ribs? So in the smoking phase, I had a pan of water in there, you know, because it's smoking low and slow. I was going to pull it out to finish the ribs on direct heat. I did pull it out, but you know, it's those aluminum trays, tins. Yeah. So I got it out. I was holding it by opposite corners. This Mm. may have been... That's a rookie mistake. So it kind of folded a little bit. Well, I couldn't, you know, the thing is, I'm pulling it out of a hot... Right. So I can't like reach the back. Right. All I could do is get another corner. Yeah. Sure. When I did that and got it out, it kind of collapsed and poured the boiling water right onto my foot. Wow. Wow. Did I tell you this? No. This happened yesterday. What how did, you, how what, did it feel? It hurt. It was, by a round of applause, how did it feel? Hot. <laughs> it was hot. It was hot. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, Good I had gravy. luckily I had tennis shoes on. I had been working in the yard no, 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 and thank didn't goodness. change because a lot of times I grill in flip flops, mm. which, which. Maybe is not a good idea. I, right. You know, it's like, come on, you can grill in flip-flops, but maybe it's not a good idea. If I had flip-flops on, yeah. my foot, I don't know, I may have had to go to the hospital. I have no idea. I mean, maybe not. But right now, I have 
huge blisters on my toes. Oh, man. On my toes. Offer it up for my, dude, for my dude, salvation. I'll show them to you later. Yikes. Thanks, dude. Yikes. Well, hey, we have a lot to look forward to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> David, last time uh, you were on our show, on or off the air, I can't remember, mm-hmm. you told us a story that I've told many people that I want to replicate someday. Sure. Because you, you, you told us that when you came home from work, you, you had your oldest start preparing dinner so you and your wife could go sit outside and, and have a conversation before. Yeah, we yeah we have before before any more talking before anything else. That's what happened. Is yeah, that correct. Yeah, that's the idea. Is is that you know they're all the the kids are all there, right, ready to see and hug you. And it's not that you ignore them, but you make sure when you hit that doorstep, it's where's your mama, right? And it's it, and it's back to that whole like I love you so much, but I loved her first, so I'm gonna right <laughs> I'm gonna get to her real quick, and I'm gonna totally like you know pile into to wrestling and all the other things that yeah. we do, right? My father-in-law um, says, I chose her. You just showed up you later. You just showed up later, right? Yeah. Yeah. So so there is that dynamic too where, you know, again, it's not every night. We definitely are, sure. are sure, imperfection sure, sure. working toward perfection. But at the same time, it's, it's you know what, guys, I haven't, I actually have not had an opportunity to talk to your mama all day. And, um, and, it, you and know, she's it, my favorite. That's she, the thing. She, <laughs> she's my favorite. I like to get caught up with her. And uh, I need you guys to, um, you know, t- tend the, the skillet here and, uh, you know, make sure that the table's set and yeah. we'll be in in about 20 minutes. And it's not necessarily always perfect at the end of the 20 minutes, sure. but it's definitely work in progress. We actually, the other day, this is kind of weird for us, like we were out running errands and a little guy was sleeping and, and this, it was the first time that we had both been outside the house. And again, our kids are, you know, 13 and 12 and, you know, they're getting old, you know, old enough to be able to to babysit and keep each other accountable and everything. But we did have this little window of like eight minutes whenever we were like on our own by ourselves, like with our kids, you know, taking care of at home, taking care of each other. And immediately I thought, let's, ha- let's just go on a date. And, and I don't know why, but I just saw the McDonald's like it's not, not too heavy. Let's just go, let's have an ice cream cone and then come back. And, and my wife and her, and her beautiful prudence says, you know, we should, mm, Maybe maybe here in a couple of months we can we can work toward that. So we're getting close. We're getting close. Working to that. towards McDonald's. We're, yeah, I know. That's I a should, book title. I should I, <laughs> I should probably should probably raise up the bar a little bit. I was just thinking something really you know quick easy quick you easy. Know what? They have a good cup of coffee. Under they do. an underrated cup of and coffee. And they're a dollar twenty nine cent you know vanilla cone. It's fantastic. So here's a question that I have for you. I've been, yeah. I, I wanted to ask you this because mm-hmm. this last week I have was a heck of a week in work. It was yeah. just pounding on me. And yeah. coming home, I, I wear a lot of things on my sleeve. Like yep. if, if work has been bad, it's tough for me to transition out of that yep. in, mentally in, into the home. You know, put that aside, bring it home. Right. So there's several times th- this week I was just like, just l- let's get the kids to bed. Let's eat and get them to, get them to bed. And yeah. I realized that, you know, I'm not fulfilling my vocation as a husband and father when doing that. I think a lot of guys... Most guys have probably felt that at some point in time. What do right. you do? How do you combat that? How do you combat well, that yeah, feeling? It's, it's hard. And I think what makes it hard in the workplace is obviously all the relationships that are really tough. The actual yeah. matter of the work itself is not so much the, the clerical work or whatever it is that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the widgets that we're pushing or, or making, it's not really the problem. It's the, it's the people, those personality conflicts that can really be tough bringing back to, to the home and how to... You know, you, you, you're trying to work your way up and, and you hit a hit a door, you know, or, you know, slam door there or you've got something happened and someone blamed you and you and it's really not your fault. And you've got to try to prove that it's not or, you know, all these right. things pop up. Right. Um, and so it, it is it's really important that just like with the rosary or just with our just like our, our you know, reflective prayer with the Lord throughout the day, um, you got to give them at least 15 minutes of your attention. 
before they go to bed, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not just them collectively. The goal is that you have 10 to 15 minutes individually that you can give your wife especially, right? That's first and foremost, right? So pray the rosary, spend time with Our Lady, right? But then these other moments where you've got, you know, your kids, um, they are, you know, give them 1% of your day, right? So we can talk about that more at the end of the break. Sure. All right. Well, I'm here with David Williams and David Niles here on the Catholic Command Show, drinking a little bit of Hercules beer from Great Divide. We'll be right back. Cheers. Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. I'm David Niles. Here with Adam Inhan and David Williams. I feel like it's been a long time since we've recorded one of these. What has? Because we had we had several in the can, and it's mm-hmm. just. I mean, feels good to be back in the saddle. It was three weeks ago, I think. Yeah, because so. we skipped two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. You're telling me it's been almost a year for me. So, can dude, only... I don't even know. Welcome how... back. I know. You're like you're really holding it together pretty I know. well. I'm trying not to be emotional, but it's okay. <laughs> it's good to be back. just like an old pro. It yeah. feels it feels good. I, you know, I'm a big fan of of this area, and so we get to come here three or four times a year. It's it's a pretty awesome place. So, you guys live. Well, in good. There. That means you you'll get a chance to be on the show. I hope quarterly. So. I hope so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving coming up. Hopefully, we'll see. Sweet, good deal. We'll I see. love Thanksgiving. I do. It is. It rivals. It rivals the holidays for sure. I'm gonna be pumped about Thanksgiving because I'm gonna have a new baby. That's pretty awesome. Congrats! That's, That's a good, that is a good reason to be thankful. Yes, it really it's is. It's a great reason to be thankful. You guys do the whole like you know you get the you know four pieces of corn and then those you know you, you go around the table and say say you're thankful for something. We never really we you know. we did that one time. So when, one time. it was not. Yeah. It's, it's not hard. A it's hard to get traditions started. The thing for is, Thanksgiving, is the thing is my family is way too big for that. Yeah. There's yeah, no no way we could do ever it. do it. My, we always say spend Thanksgiving at my mom's family, and she's one of nine. Yeah. And I have, if you just show up to dinner, that's like showing your right. gratitude. I have 36 family. cousins yeah. on that side. That's awesome. So it is awesome, but there's no way we could do that. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Everybody sit that. down for the next three hours. Right. We're going right. to hear it. Get comfortable. Everybody go to the bathroom. <laughs> that's what I love about that. That's the Catholic backyard. That's like yeah. my prayer for the second and third and fourth generation of my family. It's just like... just. 57 cousins. You know what? I'm going to tell this story just because I think this is a good testament to uh, large families, just the the message that it preaches. Because I remember being 15, roughly, early high school, and being over at my grandparents' house. My grandfather was probably 90, mm, late 80s. Uh, He was in a lot of pain for the last 15 years of his life. He had, anyway, just, just constant pain. But he was, so he'd sit in his recliner a lot. But I remember w- looking at him, surrounded by what is an army of family, yeah, and just knowing the satisfaction I could see he it, had. Yeah. just the the peace and joy it brought to him to be surrounded right. by so much family. That's and right. it was at that moment that I said, "I want to have a big family." Amen. It is at, at fifteen. You know, fifteen. Yeah, it's the greatest investment. You know that that you could possibly. You can't even imagine because it's it's something that God does. It's not even it's kind of beyond our imagination. But it's, you know, we we like to keep 
keep our bank books in order and make sure that we're, you know, being strategic about it. But truly, I mean, when it's all said and done, it's, you know, and it, it, it's it, almost it, like family is what is everybody else doing? Uh, if you're, you know, if like, if you're not having kids and raising them, like, what is it that you're doing that's right. so important? You know, like this right. is, this is what I tell people at work. Because people, you know, it's like secular. There are secular people at work, and you know, yeah. not everyone. Oh, I'm getting hit up all the time now that I I'm have the fourth oh, one on the way. Yeah, it's dude, like you have now three. Right. You've three now, is like okay, we get it. You accidentally good job. Had right because you yeah. had to get your girl yeah. right. Right. That we we noticed that change too. But you've before. entered Looneyville now. Yeah. Right. But, but what I tell people at work is like whoa. You know, oh, they'll ask you know like oh you can have more kids blah 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 blah. It's like well, if you had another kid, do you think you would regret having them? Yeah. And they always say, well, no. Right. It's like, so do you think you'd be happy, if, you know, like that you had this child? Well, yeah. So why don't you just have them? Right. <laughs> well, and it really is a theme of openness to life because, you know, there's a actually a coworker of mine who, you know, just never, you just always wanted a large family, wanted 13 kids, but just never, never got married. And so I think, I think to date she's had like, I don't know, 75 foster kids. Um, wow! And, and, and just awesome. just taking care of mm, what of, a, what a, what, of, what a, of of babies. That's awesome. Right? That's amazing. And, yeah. and so it's it's really in, in you know and if you look at it on, on the on the flip side of it, look at all the different vocations as well. Obviously, priests are taking care of the flock, right? But you have our our brothers and sisters religious who may not have families of their own, but they are literally going to war for us and praying. They're like you know the artillery guns that are that are you know firing those big old shells right in front of us to help us on the front lines. Right? Have you been to Clear Creek? I have not. I want to. I, I, I got to get there. I oh, got to get there. Hey, you're going to be here till Wednesday? I know. I got to get there. Uh, Think last about it. It's in in, only an hour. I got to get there. Last weekend yeah. in October, we're having the camp out there. All right. You might find me there. I might have to crash the party. That'd be that'd be a blast. That'd be a blast. So before we get yeah. to the man gear, we're, we're going to give a oh, shout yeah, out. Yeah, we have to do this. Uh, we, we have to give a shout out to St. Stephen Hool. This ties in. Do you like that? Mm. You like what we're about to do And here? we're talking about big families. You like that? Okay, you want to talk about a big family. <laughs> we got a bunch of uh, yeah, yeah. family members right here. So we have we have guys. The only reason why in, in between our segments, David Williams was like, man, this is, you guys have it. This is awesome in here. And it's like, well, we have a lot of expensive equipment. But the only reason why we do is because people like St. Stephen Hool who donate to us who like we send thank you gifts back mm-hmm. to them like whiskey whiskey glasses things yeah. like that but we know that that's not the reason why people support us yeah you know, they support us because they want to help us 100 percent of of those donations go back into the show that's why we are able to do this live segment here on facebook that's why we yeah. have all this stuff so uh i appreciate saint stephen hool who is a uh has been a donor for us for almost since the very beginning he's one of our first First guys, one of that's awesome. Um, so anyway, you can go to Patreon.com/slash The Catholic Man Show if you'd like to help. Four dollars a month is as little as you have to give. No gift is too big, but four dollars a month is the minimum. So, if you want a reward, if you want a reward, if you yeah, you can give less than that, but it's a cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we won't send you a thank you gift. Yeah, not that we're not thankful, but right shipping. Right. So yeah. We actually lose money the first month people be, uh, become yeah. patrons. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, okay. Let's get to the, let's let's get to the gear. Let's let's Absolutely. talk about this. So you want to go to the can? Do we do okay. it yet? Da-da-da! Boom. Yeah. So we make Saint cards. Um, so if you haven't heard of Saint cards, uh, you can go to saintcards.com and check them out. But this is actually, I think David and his wife and his family. This is my this is deck, deck of Saint cards right, right here. here. 
Um, and I should have brought my own deck, but I sold sold out of them while I was down here in Tulsa, which is okay. Um, so thanks for bringing them. Totally, that's um, totally cool. But this is this is new. This actually um, this is the Heaven Hold'em expansion, and it came out this past April. So it's just a few months out on the uh, on the presses. It's got a nice rubber back mat. That's but what we nice. have done is we have baptized the game of Texas Hold'em. So you know, you have that typical like, hey, I'm getting together with the guys. We're going to go play poker tonight. Okay, honey, you know, that that conversation. But how much how much sweeter would that conversation be if it was like, hey, I'm going to get to get to get together with the guys. We're going to play Heaven Hold 'em and we're going to learn a bit a little bit more about the saints so that we can increase yeah. in our own holiness and uh, you know, get to know them as well, right? So yeah, you know, su- super cool conversation to have. So there's a few differences in the way that the game is played. But we keep a lot of the components, right? So, okay, okay, so okay. the idea is, um, and if you're used to Saint cards, you know that there's lots of treasure. And heaven hold them, we have the brand new amethyst, which is worth fifty, which is the what? purple. I know, I know. Nice. Don't get so, too jealous. Right? Uh, if you're listening on uh, uh, the radio or on our podcast, you can go subscribe to our YouTube channel because you, you can see this live, or not live, but you can see the in you can video. See the mat. Yeah, that, that's happening right see now. See the mat. Oh see the gosh. jewels. Right. I'm gonna tell you. My wife, when we play, her her only goal is to get the diamonds. Yeah. Well, now you have the, even if she loses, she just wants to get diamonds. Now you have the amethyst. Now the that amethyst is, is worth fifty. It, it is amazing. It's beautiful, right? And now these again, the treasure in Saint Cards. It's all based off of the foundation gemstones in heaven. It's it's from the Book of Revelation. So there's all sorts of biblical themes here that we're that we're doing. So you basically split the treasure up. So let's say the three of us were playing, right? Um, and, uh, and does so we, Jesus go right here? Is this where Jesus goes? Jesus is actually the um, the the dealer button um, in this game, right? Ooh. So, so so the idea <laughs> is that you Jesus got, is a dealer button. Jesus is the dealer button. So there's a brand new Jesus card that you cannot get. Hold it down a little. Unless you, yeah, unless you get the Heaven Hold'em expansion. So you've got Ooh. our Lord there. Okay. The, cru- the crucified. The crucified Jesus, and then our Eucharistic Lord there as well. Okay. So it is a third iteration of the Jesus card. So let's say, uh, David, you've got the dealer. Um, you're, you're, so this okay. actually follows right follows around. You you got the Jesus card. And we've got our you know treasure um, dealt out there, and so you're you're dealing the cards out. And let's fast forward a little bit, and let's say we've already put our yeah. Just throw some cards kind of out there. Let's so throw we, some yeah. cards. So you've got your sure. two. You've got your two. And then I, uh, I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie. I really like my two. Well, that's good. I'm glad yeah. you like all of it, them right? are great. So, I will. I would like to go all in. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen the flop, right? That's okay. So, I'm going all in. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't throw it down yet. Don't throw it down. I'm going all in. I'm all in. <laughs> <laughs> so we burn a card, and then the flop happens. But in heaven, hold them. It's the flop on your knees before the Father. Uh booyah, <laughs> booyah. Ephesians three fourteen, and then the turn your eyes upon Jesus. Which is Hebrews it even says that here on the map. It even mop. says it right yeah, here on the map. And yeah. then the river of the water of life, Revelation twenty two one. Come on, well played. Can you get any more Touché, Christian my than friend. this? Touche, Touché. right? So you've got your two cards, and then of course you're the dealer. So then you know here comes the flop, right? And so your goal is Sorry. as as the as the game's going, and you're holding the you're holding these two cards in your hand. They're hidden from us. And we're placing not bets, but offerings, right? Right. We're making offerings. And by the way, let's fast forward a little bit. Um, if you play with real money, it's written in the rules that you have to give the winnings to a faithful Catholic charity of your choice. And if you play with littles, they get to drop the offering in the offering plate at Mass, right? That's that's what the winner gets to do, right? Nice. So again, we're not trying to, to you know start a gambling ring here, but it is. It is but a, in it, this case, do play with real money. It is a real... It, yeah, do it. A, it's a very fun game. Um, and so what you're doing with the two cards what that you flop, have... What a flop, by the way. What a flop, right? You've got St. Francis Xavier. you got St. Benedict, Benedict of Nursia. 
You get St. Therese of Lisieux. And so there's the flop. And you're looking at your two cards. And you are trying to find a match, the most matches between two of your cards and two of the cards that are actually on the grid, right? So as an example, if I were to lay lay my cards down right now, I could put St. Francis Xavier Cabrini here, born in the 19th century, uh, virgin, religious woman, um, Western Europe. That would be worth four. And then if I threw down St. Edmund of East Anglia, uh, St. Edmund the Martyr of East Anglia, I could do, um, I don't know, not a whole lot with the other. So you get one card per, you know, you match one card per one in, the, in, in here, and then when we get back, I can explain the rest. Okay. Doctor of the Church, Western Europe. I've got uh, Western Europe, baby Jesus, Eastern right. Europe, priest. Right. All kinds of stuff. So whatever you offer. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll finish this up on the other side of the break. Okay. We're on the Lord's team. The winning side. So raise raise your glass. glass. Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. Sitting here with David Williams from St. Cards. Go to stcards.com. We just got done. If you're just now catching up, we're just now uh, finishing up talking about Heaven Hold'em. Yes. The expansion pack for St. Cards. If you have St. Cards, because we've already already promoted St. Cards once. We've had you on the show about a year ago. So if you already have... Saint cards. All they have to do is get this expansion pack, That's correct? It. That's right. Yeah, you get the mat, you get the the new Jesus card, and then a gob of treasure with so you can play with up to ten players. I'm a big fan of this new Jesus card. It is. It is my. What favorite. is this? What it's, is this? Uh, it's my favorite Jesus card. What is this? Do you happen to do you remember the? Not off the top of my head. Yeah, I, yeah. I do have it logged. Who who painted that? But it is lovely because there's a lamb here at the bottom. Yeah, uh, it is our Eucharistic Lord in in all of His glory. I love to ask people, which side is Jesus? And yeah. then they have and that moment they where they're like, yeah, both. Yeah. And usually the kids are like, yeah, it's both, which is awesome. Also, I want you to talk about just briefly the Stigmatist expansion pack. Yeah. I so I love there, the Stigmatist expansion is, uh, pack. Yeah. So if you go to stcards.com, there's all sorts of expansions, but these this uh, Stigmatist expansion will give you all of the canonized and beatified Stigmatists to date. And, um, and there's a really cool, like, you know, new rule that gets added to the game where you can double your treasure, which is a lot of fun. So that's uh, that's the Stigmatist expansion. It's got St. Faustina, uh, St. Margaret Mary Alacoque, um, all sorts of great saints. So that's the Stigmatist expansion. And lots of lots of other expansions you can find at stcards.com. And you but get, you when have, you get the Stigmatist, I, this is the best part. You yeah. get the red, the, you know, the, the red jewel, yeah, yeah, the, red, yeah. the red treasures, so, and you put them in your hand like this. So, yeah, exactly. So so you get your treasure, and then the person to your left, or if you're playing with one person, the person across from you takes the same amount of treasure, puts it behind their back, and hides it. Let's try it right here with you right now. Let's see. Which which hand? All right. And so then when the hand opens, it looks like a stigmata. Like, because it's the red. Yeah. Because it's, it's red. the red. Come I'd on. love it. I right. love it. It's a way to double your treasure, right? But again, it's a, it's a real cool way. St. Cards is a real cool way to, to get to know... Very basic facts about the saints. Again, you know, some people have reached out and said, hey, you know, this is not a replacement for Butler's lives or anything. And I said, you're absolutely right. Totally. Um, yeah. It's not a it, it's not a bibliography or anything like that, but it's a it's way not like you can stop listening to glory stories or anything yeah, or I mean, the Catholic man show. Right. Right. But but at the same time, it is it is a, a way to it's what I like to call that vestibule conversation. Right. What, what is the what learning the, method that this is based off of? Based a, off of the loci method. Right. Loci method. So yeah. the information is on the same spot on each of the cards. So as soon as you learn that orange means apostle, um, that just sticks in a kid's. He may not even know what apostle is or she might not know. But as soon as they learn that it's orange, you know, they, they are able to, to automatically, you know, assess. And it's not just for kids. The loci method is very, very useful for adults. 
Um, I personally use it a lot for that grocery shopping list that my wife gives me over the phone as I'm driving to Walmart. And she says, I need this and I need this and then I need this. And then I can place those things yeah. in the in my little spaces in my head. And the big problem with that is like out. they say, oh, we need butter. But they don't say salted or unsalted. Yeah. And they don't tell you. Kettigold. Like, yeah. Did you <laughs> wait? Did you mean tub butter or stick butter? You know, it's like. And then and then you're anyway, the man anyway. standing in front of the butter. butter. Yeah, and you're like exactly. asking like random women walking by like, <laughs> do you think salted is better? <laughs> Yeah, we don't want that. So, you, yeah. but they can go to the saintcards.com and you have a video of how to yeah, play everything. If you go, yeah, yeah, you don't have to buy them to, to kind of figure out what's going on there. You can go to saintcards.com forward slash rules and there we have videos on how to play all this. But yeah, I mean, the, the Heaven Hold'em is, you know, you basically instead of making bets, you make offerings. Um, so there's the flop. And then, you know, of course, you burn the card. And then, you know, then there's the turn, your eyes upon Jesus. So, mm-hmm. as as Isidore comes out. That could sweeten the pot a little bit. And then, and then you have the rip. You know, sorry, we burn a card, and then we have the the river, right? So then, based on how many cards you, you know, the two cards that you have, you look at the five that are that are the house cards that are played out, and then your goal is to find the most matches with you know two of those cards, and then you place your cards, you know, there accordingly. So whoever has the most matches for that round gets to gather the pot and and bring it over, um, and then in the end, whoever ends up winning divvies it all to Jesus anyway. So and you said sweetening. Uh, the pot with a code. Correct? Yeah, I can sweeten the pot with a code. So for those that are listening or watching on YouTube, and this is a perpetual offer here, um, if you put in the code Catholic Man Show, we can take fifteen bucks off of the Heaven Hold'em expansion. So it's normally thirty bucks. Dang! We'll, wow, that's we'll, a lot. We'll cut it right in half. So you do need the base set to play with it, but if you already have the base set, this is a great deal. Um, we'll cut it in half. Uh, just a way to uh, to give a nod to all the listeners and those that are supporting the Catholic Man Show and appreciation for what you guys are doing. Um, happy to offer that. Um, and Thanks, so that's man. 15 bucks off. And then if you put, uh, when you go to the St. Cards website, you have to put the coupon code in before you put in your address information. You just click on redeem this code and then put in Catholic Man Show and you'll see that. See that pop One thing nice. that my wife and I do is that if you play a saint on their feast day, Extra three points. That is a house. Those treasures. are house rules. That's a house that rule that, we, lo- that I love. And in fact, you're you're one of probably ten people that have reached out to me and let me know. It's it, maybe we should build it into the rules because it's so it's it's such a common thing. So yeah, if you play like tomorrow's a feast of Saint Bonaventure, right? So if yeah. you play Saint Bonaventure, double. Also, I want to know points. why Saint Romulid and Saint Benedict look. Exactly the same. Because those pictures were painted by the same artist. It's basically the same dude. This, okay. like, this is the same old decrepit dude. <laughs> same okay. artist. Look at that. I'm, I'm, okay. <laughs> yeah, it is. One's facing right, one is facing left. Okay, so I'm cutting this conversation off on the gear. So Because we, we have a very important the same topic guy. to go we to. We have we a do. very important topic that I really want to get to, and we're already yeah. halfway through You're right. You're our right. topic. Okay. So uh, where do we want to start on this? Because we're going to talk, talk about... How the the saints help renewal of the church. There's a lot of things going on in the church right now. Yeah, that it, it's no shocker to anybody. Always has been, right? Always has been. Yep. Um, right now is even is a hot time. Yeah. Uh, and so, I think it's very important that we, we talk about this uh, this yeah. topic because it's it, it's a it's a more positive spin on, on on certain things that are happening. It really is. It really is. Yeah. And and if you don't have one of these, um, it's the it's called catechism. the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Um, keep it is a it's a great companion to the Bible and also to uh, encyclicals and writings of the writings of the. But it, it is it's it's a true gift as as Pope Saint John Paul II says. 
Um, one of my favorite sections, and I have a lot of favorite sections in here, is uh, paragraphs 823 to 829. So for those of you that are listening, we won't be able to read all, all of it tonight, but 823 to 829, yeah. it's fantastic. And the title is, The Church is Holy, which is hard to believe whenever the church is going through crisis. And by the way, this isn't the first crisis, right? This is right. one of many. Uh, that shouldn't cause... Not even by far the worst. Not even by far the worst. I mean, it, like, we, there we was a time have, when in the Aryan crisis, oh, half of the bishops were heretics. Come on. Half right? of them we were... Got, we, got, you were know, like we got all sorts of Public problems, heretics, right? yeah. Right. But the church is founded by Christ, and anything that is founded by Christ is intrinsically holy, right? So that's the first philosophical standpoint that we can operate from. There are beautiful paragraphs in here. I'm going to skip right to paragraph 828, which says this, um, and, and read all the ones preceding it because they're awesome, but we don't have time. By canonizing some of the faithful, i.e., by solemnly proclaiming that they practiced heroic virtue and lived in fidelity to God's grace, the church recognizes the power of the spirit of holiness within her and sustains the hope of believers by proposing the saints to them as models and intercessors. The saints have always been the source and origin of renewal in the most difficult moments in the church's history. John Paul II. Indeed, that's right. Thank you, you know, uh, thank you, St. John Paul II, 1988, December 30th, right? Indeed, holiness is the hidden source and infallible measure of her apostolic activity and missionary zeal. Wow, right? Yeah, power packed, and and I have to finish with eight twenty nine. Other because eight twenty nine brings. Yes, we got we got to give it to our lady. I was going to ask you to do this. We got to give it to our lady. But while you know, but while all this, right? And again, you have to read the preceding paragraphs. This is I don't know. It's awesome. But while in, in the most blessed virgin, the church has already reached that perfection whereby she exists without spot or wrinkle. The faithful still strive to conquer sin and increase in holiness, and so they turn their eyes to Mary. In her, the church is already the all-holy. Mm. Mm. That's good. That's better than mm. a ten, that's better than ten-point beer right there, right? Amen. Way Amen. better. Oh yeah. So so here's the here's the thing, right? Let's unpack this a little bit. And and, and this there's a little bit of a stigma with the saints because we play saint cards. Hopefully, right? Um, I, you know, we, we like playing saint cards, or, or we read about the saints, or we hear about them, and we're inspired by them. And anytime we hear that word saint. It's always something for, for a lot of people, and I'll just speak for myself, that's kind of a far off. Like, I'm trying to get there, but today, this morning, I woke up and I, you know, I, was, I was cranky, and this afternoon, I you know, said something I shouldn't have, and I you know, had a bad attitude. So today just, today just wasn't the day. Maybe tomorrow. And we have this kind of maybe tomorrow attitude when it comes to sanctity and holiness. And what's cool about this paragraph is it's taken from this apostolic exhortation by Pope St. John Paul II, um, and and in 1988, and it is it is a it is on the the mission of the laity in society and in the family, right? And he is he's basically unpacking the reality that it's you know when when the church says uh, that the saints have always been the source and origin of renewal in the most difficult moments in the church's history, we're talking about the saints, yes, that have already been canonized and beatified, but in time, in other words. The saints have always been the um, the source and origin of renewal. In other words, y- me being a saint right now, right? Like you the saints, being a saint 
right now. When they were live on Earth, right. were the source of renewal, that is like, the like source we're supposed of to be. Right. That's right. And, 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 it, and it helps us to lead us to the reality that you know what Christ offers us, especially in the sacraments, is not something for tomorrow. It's not something that's, you know, that's going to, you know, like it's, it's for now. Like the decision is now, right? And, and there's something, you know, that, that's, what the, that's what the church does for us, is it gives us what we need now. Amen. 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 Yes. I agree. When we come back, we're going to keep talking about this. <laughs> I just wanted to see how, how the it. saints are going to renew the church, <laughs> how you're going to renew the church. We're on the Lord's team. The winning side. So raise your glass. Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. I'm David Niles here with Adam Minahan and David Williams, creator of Saint Cards. So many other awesome things. One thing that he's going to be creating soon, in approximately two weeks, basically, <laughs> basically like two weeks. Thanks, David. I'm depending, sorry, Mrs. Williams. Depending on who, depending on your time frame, it could be two weeks. However, you count however you count that. I mean, I basically speak Spanish, so this could basically be two weeks from now. Sure. If, it, if, if you get what I mean. Uh, David, you were going to start a podcast. You've, you actually, you asked me one time if you thought, if I thought it was a good idea and I said, yeah, and you still haven't done it. And so yeah. now we want to peer pressure you into doing it you right have. here, right here on Li- the show. Live. Yeah. I appreciate that. I uh, have all the equipment, so it's like, it's, it's ready to go. A show where you go over the writings of the doctors of the church. Doctors of the church and the saints. So in other words, we're just dishing you the writings of the saints. We're just so it's sort of like pints with Aquinas, except the doctors. Pints with the doctors, you got if the you doc- will. You got the doctors, and you've got some some other you know men and women who have written prestigiously that we will that we will read. So you can instead of maybe you know again I I like to be a nice guy. I I hope I'm a good husband and father, but at the same time you probably don't want to hear from me. Let's hear from somebody that's actually literally in yeah. heaven right now. Yeah. And uh, and that'll be a help to all of us to um, to know you know how to walk this path of holiness. And then are you, will life, you be right? unpacking what you know what this means? How to, how does it apply to us? Or is it going to be like there'll be a little bit of unpacking, strictly, some prayer before and after, a little bit of unpacking, and then we'll um, you know we'll make the the meat of it literally be yeah. the meat. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. so it's like awesome. It's, it'll be a sandwich with a little bit of bread on top, a little bit of bread on the bottom, and then you know like a just a like a pound. I feel and like half Aquinas needs a lot of unpacking. Maybe some of the others. Yeah spoke more directly, you know, where to the people. It doesn't yeah. need to be unpacked. You know, you it's, it's obvious what it means. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But we, we want, again, it's, it's, it's a, it's a heart with St. Cards as well as anything to not just spread devotion to the saints, but the, the whole object is not just to know these like, like superheroes. The whole idea here is that we are holy, right? Just as they were. Yeah. And, and, and it is right there in front of us. It's not something that's far off. Like the Lord has given us everything that we need right now, today, to get up 
and and do exactly what they did. So why the doctors and not other saints? Well, it'll be all the it'll be it'll be many other saints. So the doctors will be a, a crux of it, but okay. we'll have okay. we'll have many many saints. Okay. Yep. So okay. I like it. Lots of I good like stuff. It. Yeah. So that's exciting. So thanks for, for making me do it. There's a lot of saints who just get no play. They get no play these days. They get no play. Thomas deserves the play he gets, but sometimes he overshadows. There are some obscure saints that we are going to read. Yeah. That Saint are... Anselm, nobody reads. Uh, Saint, Saint Anselm, I take yeah. it. Uh, I do have one friend who reads. Shout who reads out Saint it. Thomas. Yeah. Or Saint Thomas. Saint Anselm. <laughs> Shout out Thomas Lackey. Thomas Lackey. But yeah. Uh, Good stuff. He's got he's got a lot of great stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, okay, yeah. Let's, Anselm. Let's I get back Anselm. to the topic. Yeah, you are Anselm. all over the place today. I'm, I'm thank you. To, thank you. I'm gonna have to get you back on, on on track here. Okay, so we're talking about the saints it's renewing. His role. renewing I know, the he's <laughs> all over okay. the place today. When we left, we were talking about how the saints are are the ones principally who renew the church. Yeah. However, it's us. You know, it's the saints in their own time who were renewing the church. Then right. they're renewing the church now, no doubt. I mean, right. but well, we're, we're called we're called to do it. That's right. Mm-hmm. And, and there is there is something. So so yeah. So how do how do we unpa- how do we unpack this? Right. Yes, we're we're called to be saints. We have these saints that have gone before us. We look up to them. Um, but then you know this mystery of prayer. Like how is it that you know why is it that God in in his in his grand awesomeness determined that it was through the intercession of the saints that he would that he would answer our prayer or you could put it more plainly why is it that in his awesomeness he would say you know what david um you really need to reach out to david and adam and ask them to pray for you because you're going through this time they've gone through the same thing that you're going through reach out to them so that they can be praying for you and it does beg the question god why can't you just answer yeah. my prayer right rather than you know and, and god's answer is well because i like to use my body and we're answer all, your prayer. That's, that's the thing about right? the saints is, is that we're all one body of Christ. That's and, right. And, and, and uh, people who are just coming into the church or maybe who, people who are not Catholic, I think they think of there's this the people in heaven and then there's like, almost like a second body of the people on earth. Like we're all one body that's of right. Christ working together. That's right. And even St. Augustine. In, uh, so I have the Catechism of the Council of Trent, which you guys should definitely pick this up. This is awesome. Hang on. It's, there it, you go. Show it again. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, the, it's a... This is a beautiful edition, by the way, but it's the Council of Catechism of the. I'm sorry, the Catechism of the Council of Trent. But Saint Augustine talks about that there are many things which God does not grant without a mediator or intercessor, and he uses yeah. Genesis uh, chapter 20 as an example of that with Abraham, um, and basically saying like, there's certain things just like what you were saying that, right. that were. The hand can't say to the foot, "I have no need for you." Right. In the body of Christ. That's right. Yeah. So we all have to work together. So. I think it goes back again. We're going to go back. We're talking about, you know, what's happening in the church today. Right. If we're wanting to change what's happening in the church today, first of all, you got to start interiorly with yourself, but helping each other, reaching out and praying for one another. Absolutely. Yeah. Because all right, let me like when I turn the light switch on, I use my finger, but my finger could not turn on the light switch if my hand, elbow, arm, mm-hmm. shoulder. That's right. Didn't cooperate. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you could kind of use that as a kind of a poor analogy, but an analogy That's for right. intercession. Um, you know, there are the saints in heaven who's, who they have attained perfection. Right. And the prayers of the righteous availeth much. That's right. And so mm. who's more righteous other than those in heaven? So we, we we really need them. We need each other here on earth to pray for each other. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's why God chooses to do this, I I mean, I think, so that he can teach us that we are not sufficient of ourselves, that we really need each other. We need each other to be sanctified, you know, that 
I need to know that you sanctify me, that I sanctify you, that I have a role in your life, and that I shouldn't diminish your role in my life. You know, there's just this very communal, heaven is going to be communal. Mm -hmm. It's all about communion. And so... Right. And what, what happens when one, when one everything, sinner repents? Everything in life is about this. What happens when one sinner repents in heaven? That's right. They rejoice. rejoice. That's right. You know, so if one sinner's repenting causes a rejoice in heaven, why would not? Why would God not allow those who are rejoicing in heaven whenever a sinner repents to actually help them? Right. Focus like or to teach us towards, to teach us a God. heavenly reality here that's on right. earth. Here you on know, earth. Right. we're practicing these heavenly realities. That, that that's what this communion is all that's about. Exactly right. I think. And, and here's the thing is, you know, a lot of times folks look at the saints or look at each other as like this, you know, maybe just be frank, you know, a rabbit's foot. Like if I ask them to pray for me, right, then I'm going to get what I want. Right. Like St. Really, like Anthony. Right. Like St. Anthony. And again, St. Anthony and I have a deal. Like he's like, I'm going to only help you find three things today because I've got, I got like <laughs> seven billion people to help. Um, so if I, if I get a fourth thing every day, he's like, all right, I got to move to the next guy. Um, but, but, you know, it's not, it's not. Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is there is the idea is relationship with Christ, right? Mm -hmm. We don't, we don't, we're not Christians because we want to get what we want and we're not asking people to pray for us so that we can get what we want. What we're doing when we're asking people to pray for us is we are entering into a deeper intimacy with Jesus Christ, recognizing that his body is, 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 is you too. You all recognizing that his body is me. And then, and then, making the the decision to say, I'm going to engage Jesus Christ in David Niles, in mm-hmm. Adam in the hand, right? And so then all of a sudden, right here on earth, we have, wow, this this calling, as, as Patrick Hoffman likes to say, right? You know, be a saint, what else is there? I love, yeah. it is like, that's it. Yeah, He's got exactly. It. He's what got else it. is there? What else is there? There's nothing else. So then the idea then is that we help to sharpen each other to be saints, because that is the most tangible and intimate way that we can get to know Jesus Christ um, is in that is 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 by directly engaging His body. And so the idea here is that, uh, and again, you know, I love I love how the church wraps it up with the Blessed Virgin Mary because it says, you know, while in the most blessed Virgin, the church has already reached that perfection whereby she exists without spot or wrinkle. The faithful still strive to conquer sin and increase in holiness, and it's true. We are trying to conquer sin. We're yeah. trying to increase in holiness. So they turn their eyes to Mary, and in her, the church is already the all-holy. So thank God. He's given us this precious gem, the church, and the representation of that church is, is the Blessed Virgin Mary. Nothing more that could encourage us than a perfect example. And, and sometimes it's discouraging for us if we look around and we see that you know, folks are falling into sin, and, and yeah. even in our own lives. like you know, we're, oh, we're bummed out whenever we mess up, right? But God has given us the grace of being able to look at a perfect gem in the church and in the Blessed Virgin Mary to constantly draw us into that holiness. And, and it's all in the end for Christ, right? And so that's, I mean, that's, that's, the, that's the beauty of, of the communion of the saints, and the church does a great job in explaining it here. There's some people that say, you know, I, I, okay, I'm following you up to a point. Here, here's, where I'm not, here's where I'm not following you, is the whole uh, specific saints with specific reasons. Like, right. I, I go to St. Isidore because he's a farmer, you know, yeah, yeah. and they're like, I don't understand that whole aspect. Would yeah. you, you want to touch on that? Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, like, uh, as an example, if, if you're going through, um, you know, you're battling cancer right now, um, it's highly likely that if you're going to ask somebody to pray for you, 
that you're going to reach out to somebody that you know that has gone through a very similar experience, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe maybe battle through and conquered stage four pancreatic cancer or whatever yeah. it may be, right? So you're going to reach out to them and, and ask them, what doctor did you go to? What um, you know, what did what, what kind of protocol did you go on? What kind of diet did you have? Right? We're going to we're going to ask them, what did you do so that we can make it through that particular physical challenge? Spiritually, we're doing the same thing. I struggle, you know, with anger, right? So, um, if a lot of people don't know this, St. Francis de Sales, the doctor of charity, right? The graceful doctor, right? Or, you know, the one that was just so calm and meek. If you go and look at his desk, underneath his desk are these nail marks where he was just digging in underneath. He struggled with anger. Nobody knew it, but he did. Right. Or you got St. Jerome. Right. Who was a pretty hot head. Um, and, yeah. and uh, you know, and everybody knows him as that. Right. I mean, and kind of a lustful guy. Yeah. I mean, he, he had a lot of, you know, these earthly passions that, that he had to had to, you know, you know, hit hit knuckle on. So, yeah, you struggle with that. Go to Jerome. He figured out how to get to heaven. Let's talk to him about it. Excellent. Dude, Dave. Excellent. Uh, love to have you on, man. It's, Thank it's you so always much. a blast to have you here. Saintcars.com. Yeah, use the Catholic Man Show as a promo code. Also, uh, reach out to David. He does speaking engagements. So if you want someone to speak at your conference, um, reach out to him at, at, at St. Coast. You can find his information there. We're on the Lord's team. The winning side. So raise your glass. And cheers. Thanks, And guys. cheers to Jesus.